Hello, everybody. I am Andrew here with my spooky co-ghost, Caitlin. Hi. Caitlin. I'm spooky. Yeah, Caitlin. Yes. Uh, I need you to tell tell us about your hopes and dreams. Oh well, um, I've already accomplished them all. My life is good. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. My my uh, my hopes and dreams. So I don't have a lot of scary stories, but this is a scary story. Tell me. My hopes and dreams are all dead, <laughs> and they wrong? haunt me What's in my wrong? sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Okay. Yeah. So well, that's a R.I.P. Hope that's a that's a pretty pretty scary story right there. Ah. Because we are in spooky season, <laughs> and with that, today. Is a double feature of Spookies. <gasps> That's so scary. Yeah. And our first one is about the Cobites. <gasps> so you might be wondering... Who is that? What is what is a cobite? Like nobody knows what I'm talking about when Corn I mention them. Corn on the cobite. Delicious. Yay. Because they were cannibals. No, they weren't. <gasps> oh, God. I was like, oh, wow, really? <laughs> that would have been fun. Um, so they're an old-timey uh, church group, basically. Mm-hmm. One of the weird ones. Formed in 1876 in White County near Searcy, Arkansas. Uh-huh. And they were called the Cobites because their leader was named Cobb. He was uh, from Tennessee or maybe Indiana. Those are pretty two di- two different places. Yeah, it may have been, he was. Uh, yeah, nobody nobody knows his first name though. Okay, well that's a he problem. was just Cobb. Okay, and uh, he would uh, one of his big deals was he would carry a sycamore cane around, and with the sycamore cane, he would use it to cause the sun to rise oh. and the sun to fall every morning and every night. And then he would whack people's shins with it. Oh, he probably did. What a jerk. And um, he was called the walking preacher. That's what he called himself. He dubbed himself that? I believe that's correct. That's kind of kind of cocky. Well, he was the walking preacher because, you know, he, he walked around. He traveled. He was from Indiana and or Tennessee. We don't really know. <laughs> these, these places that are pretty different. Different, yeah. I mean... It, There's some good mileage between them. Right. Especially if you're just walking. Yeah. 1876. I mean. No cars. Yeah. No cars. No interstate. Ooh. All that stuff. Ooh. And uh, he uh, he said he was the second coming of Christ. Always a great sign mm. at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, that that never leads, leads to bad things happening. Never. It's always true too. So uh, his group, basically, they believed that sanctification could only come from Cobb Oh. To the women, and from the women to the rest of the men. Oh, and, and by this, you mean it's, I don't sexual. think it's I don't think it's sex stuff. You don't because it, it didn't sound, sound like it does kind of sound like it because that's what you do in cults. Yeah, but it as far as it's there's limited information on this group. Okay, okay. So that's they they thought Cobb sanctified the women, the women sanctified the men. I think this is sex stuff. It it very well could be. I think it is, and, and it was a small group. They had here in Arkansas. What are we talking? How many? Like it was basically just two families. Oh, <laughs> the, the the Dovers and the Nelsons. Oh, and there's the Dover not far. 
Okay. I mean, it's kind of, I think it's on the other side. It's like Russellville. It's, yeah. it's like closer to the west, but yeah. So that's like west, and this is east. Maybe they ventured on over there. Pro- probably not. Maybe I don't I think know. It's a pretty common name. Okay. I mean, the capital of Delaware is called Dover. I should know this. We did all. <laughs> you should. <laughs> we did all. You should know it. Okay. You, may, you know, you, you don't. It's I fine. don't. It, it's fine. And uh, yeah, so it's basically just these two families. It wasn't a, a big group. Okay. Uh, followers had to give up all of their worldly possessions mm-hmm. to Cobb. Uh, that's how it always is. If, it really uh, is. We've talked about this. If you are told to give up your possessions, you're in a cult. Like, because it's about control. Right. Like, and also them getting rich. Because yeah. they gave up the possessions to him. It'd be one thing if it was like, go out and sell your possessions yeah. to whoever. Yeah. Nope. Or even just give them away or whatever your deal is. Yeah. But nope. If you're but, saying, give me all of your stuff, we will divvy it out. They're not going to divvy it out. It's all, they're getting rich. Right. They're in a cult. Especially when it's, um, you give it to this uh, guy who was walking around traveling all the time. He'd probably just be like, uh, see ya. Yeah. Bye. So they, uh, they settled up in a, a two story log cabin just south of the, of Cersei. Mm-hmm. And they had a reputation for, um, being pretty rowdy. Hmm. Like it was one of those kind of, commune church groups where they're they're screaming and yelling all the time gotcha and Mm -hmm. um yeah so one of the things also Mm -hmm. also the potential reason that Cobb was called the walking preacher Mm -hmm. was that a thing they would do to prove their status to god that they were sanctified they would close their eyes and walk along a rooftop that's a bad idea and they would walk along this rooftop and get as close as possible to the edge. Again, eyes closed. And if they didn't fall off, they were sanctified. Good job. This is that's that's ridiculous. And they would they would walk, you know, walk to the edge of the roof, then walk to the other side, the edge of the roof, and that was like their their whole deal was walking along the the roof. That I just don't get it. What's the point? It just proves hey, it's a way to go like hey, you have God, God is protecting us. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's that's how they they proved they had been sanctified. Okay. And in doing this whole deal, they're getting rid of their possessions. One of the things they did was they burned all of their furniture, pulled down their fences, and then killed their pets. <gasps> no. All in preparation for the return of Christ. Would Jesus want you to have pets? Uh, does Jesus he wants you to love your pets? There's a lot of stuff Jesus doesn't cover, I don't think. Does he say murder your pets when I come around? Why would you do that? Why would you do that? I'm again I is I'm saying it here, I'm saying it now. I am not for these people. Well, the good thing is um this group was around 1876. <laughs> Literally all of them are dead. Oh good. Unless Cobb was the second coming of Christ. In which case, in which case kind of messed up. He but. has died once before, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um so, yeah, one of the things that, in, in addition to, like, uh, frenzied is the term they used for the services. Mm. That's that's how it's yeah. described in one of the things it's I read. kind of how I'm seeing it, yeah. Yeah, and one of the things they would do is they would go out to the road and try and drag travelers in and be like, <gasps> come on in, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, gotta you gotta come me. in. Don't touch me. Don't touch right? me. Right? So, at some point, Cobb left, and, uh, you know, he's gotta go do some more proselytizing. He's a traveling preacher. He's the walking preacher. Yeah. So he left uh, one of the Dovers, Preacher Dover, who uh, he called the living saint in charge of things. What a compliment. And, yeah. And they would hold meetings day and night. And um, according to a reporter from the Chicago Tribune. Chicago. Yeah. 
That's a place. It is. A big place. I've been there. The men, women, and children became perfectly wild during these gatherings and shouted, screamed, clapped their hands, and prayed until they dropped down with exhaustion. That sounds like a really intense church service. Yes. Frenzied. Yeah. Some would say. Listen, I was raised in a Southern Baptist church. Not that frenzied. Well, I was going to say, we did... It was like if you if you even raised up your hand, what are you doing? Like you that, sit there, raising your hand up was used, to, and they always were like, "Okay, for this song, we we're gonna we're gonna get a little wild. Time to stand up." Yeah, exactly. Oh, guys, hold on to your seatbelts. We're standing up for this song, or even for uh, like I when I was a kid, I went to Church of Christ at first. Oh, really? Which is where, um, for those who don't know, uh, they don't play musical instruments. They don't. It's all acapella, which Andy Bernard style. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Southern Baptist was not. It was, it was just, just sit there and sing your hymn. Don't, don't move. Don't move. Just sing. Yeah, put, putting your hand up was a that was a pretty, pretty, pretty extreme. That was a big power move. It was. That's like I am more into this than you are. It, yeah, yeah. Are you sure you're saved? Because you're not you don't putting your hand, hand up. <laughs> So yeah, it, yeah, this would be unheard of. This this sounds like. Um, so have you ever been to like a Pentecostal church? I have. Okay, so it's, to me, it sounds like that times a hundred. Yes. Have you been to Pentecostal church? Yeah, I've been a few times. Uh it was you know it was a fine experience, and I went you know it's not something I'm used to, but it definitely wasn't like this. It wasn't like no. the Cobites. It was a little cuckoo. I remember the first time I went uh, to one, I didn't know what I was getting into and some dude just starts flipping out beside me. I'm just like, what is happening? Is he okay? I didn't touch him. I swear. Like, yeah. And then like, he's like flipping out, speaking in tongues. And then the preacher guy comes up, puts his hand on his head and he starts speaking in tongues. I'm like, Oh, this is a thing they do. Okay. Got it. Uh, Okay. okay. We're good. Everything's okay. I'm confused, but but I understand. Okay. Yeah. Clearly this is a normal thing. So he's not just having a seizure. So we're good. We're good. He can do his thing. That's fine. Yeah, so next time I went to the Pentecostal churches, it was it was like, I get it. You I'm, were, you I'm cool. Knew, you knew. I'm just going to be chill over here, though. Yeah, you knew. But yeah, so they, they were known for trying to like pull people into it and mm-hmm. stuff, which sounds mm-hmm. real obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in August of 1876, there's a couple friends. They decide they're going to go go check these people out, see what their deal is. Like, cool. They're going to go gawk at them. Mm. And one was a barkeeper from Searcy named Carter Humphreys. And he went up there with his friend Rufus Blake. And it's funny to me that there's a barkeeper in Searcy because it is a dry county these days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But they're doing the thing like in Craighead where they've got private clubs now. Yeah. So you can get a drink at the restaurant, but you can't like buy it or whatever. There's no liquor stores or you can't buy liquor in a store, but you can, right. there's a lot of restaurants you can drink liquor at. And, and by the way, this, is this an are dry counties? Is that an Arkansas thing? Uh no, not it's not Arkansas exclusive. It's it, there's dry counties all over the place. I just remember moving to Arkansas and I was like, I don't understand what's a dry county, and it's like you can't buy alcohol. Well, that's because you lived in a dry county, whereas like I grew up in Pulaski County. Well, where I, did, I didn't you, know what a dry county. I was like, what's a dry county? I don't get it. Well, you were too young at the time, I'm sure, also to yeah. really understand. But I mean, there was like liquor stores, like where I used to live, like liquor stores and stuff around. There's liquor in the store, and then all of a sudden. 
you, you I mean, we're not as crazy in Arkansas as they are in Louisiana, where you can walk into the gas station. It's like, you want a bottle of Jack? It's like, you can't do that in Arkansas. Louisiana knows how to party, man. They are here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> that is that is true. That's why they, their main city is practically underwater. <laughs> yeah. They're just here for a good time, man. Just a good time. Yeah. So one account claims that the Cobites were familiar with Humphreys and Blake, uh, and they called them Satan's co-workers because <laughs> of his work as a barkeeper. Yeah, well. the, the his, You know, the booze. And uh, Cobites did their thing. They come out to the road. They're like, come in and see God. And so there's two accounts. Which one's true? Who's to say? Okay. One account is that Humphreys... Uh, kind of cynically agreed to come in. He's like, eh, it's been a while since I, since I hung out with God. Let's, sure, why not? Just being a smart aleck. It kind of, yeah, sort of, <laughs> maybe not sarcastically, but just like, yeah, whatever, fine, I'll come in. Yeah, uh, oh, okay, okay. And uh, as he stepped through the fence, he was surrounded, and the Cobites began shouting, kill them, <gasps> and cut their heads off. What? And the Cowites grabbed hold of Humphreys and stabbed him. What? And they brought out a dull axe. And Preacher Dover proceeded to chop off his head. This doesn't sound like any church service I've ever been to. That's a good I, thing. I don't, I don't like this one. I don't like this church service. No, you shouldn't. Okay. Um, the second account, according to the Cowites, is that Humphreys was uh, being belligerent. And he hit Dover with a fence picket. Oh, wow. Yeah. And That's so, not nice. Yeah. So Dover turned his head away, turning the other cheek. Okay. And Humphreys hit him again. Hmm. And so, uh, you know, that's when they grabbed him and cut his head off. What the? Why was that? Why was that the end goal in any, in any story? Why is that? I, I don't because I guess they he was Satan's coworker and he assaulted this man. Listen, I think one of the one of the ten commandments, the thing that everybody knows, thou shalt not kill. Am I right or am I right? That that is one of them. So that was pretty wrong. It was very wrong. Okay. Uh, his friend Blake was able to to break free and get away in his buggy. Just get he got out of town. <laughs> his buggy. Yeah, and uh, so. He goes back to town, tells everybody what happened. Uh, Humphreys' brother uh, gets together an armored mob. So they're like, let's go let's go get these people. Let's go get us. Mob justice. Cowbites. Yeah. So they get there. They got their guns. And the Cowbites are like, shoot, you cowards. The Lord won't let your guns go off. Mm. And Blake fired his gun, but it misfired. Oh. Twice. What? But the other guns went off with no problem. Oh, so, okay, you know. Okay, okay. Uh, Preacher Dover and his son-in-law, they're going to be killed in the gunfire. The rest are arrested and indicted. And they attempted to plead insanity, which, you know, somewhat believable in this situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in fact, the, the Chicago Tribune reporter, uh, he wrote that there was no lack of evidence on this point. Wow. All right. So some would go to, so they went to prison. Some got ill and died in prison and all that. And. Unfortunately, that's basically all we know. We don't know Cobb's real name or at least his first name. And we don't the, know for sure if dude was beheaded or was that we do much? that was for sure. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, basically there's not a whole lot because also they weren't around very long. They were formed in 1876. The whole thing with the head chopping, 1876. So Oh, so like a year. 
Not like, yeah, not months, even a year. Months. Yeah. So they weren't around very long. Well, that's what happens when you start killing folks. They got, they went a little crazy and decided to go full cult, <laughs> full cult horror movie. Hey, at least it ended really quickly and they just have, I hate, it's not very nice. I'll say they just have the one victim, but it's not nice to demean somebody's life. Oh, just the one guy with his head chopped off. He's fine. It's fine. Right. But um, they just just have the one victim, right? Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, the other guy got away. Okay. So, uh, sources for that one, main one, is a story from uh, Ar- Arkansas Democrat. It's Commune Goes Crazy and Murder is History's Outcome by Tom <laughs> Dillard. Wow. And also the Encyclopedia of Arkansas entry on this group. I love the Encyclopedia of Arkansas. It has like everything you could want to know about Arkansas. Yeah, it's got tons of stuff. It does. All right. So that's the Cobites. Okay. Cool. Take, take a little minute. I think let, that. Let I the think, credits roll for a second. I think we've uh, tapped out the Colts category in Arkansas. <laughs> Pretty much. I think that's about it. As far it. as like the really nefarious stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So credits have rolled. Okay. It's time to get to our second feature. Tell me. We are going to go into the history of the Garden Light. Are we really? You better believe it. Be cool. So, Sorry for everybody, I just screamed in your ears. <laughs> so, um, for those of you who don't aren't familiar with the Garden Light, basically it is a phenomenon seen near Garden, Arkansas, uh, which is about 75 miles south of Little Rock, the one true city. Mm-hmm. And um, it was actually featured on an episode of Unsolved Mysteries in 1994. Really? Yeah. How about that? So, it, yeah, and that episode is like... It's, it's a, is it the alien episode? Like the first part is there's like three stories in that episode. Okay. But uh, anyway, uh, so the curtain light is this mysterious light and appears on these abandoned railroad tracks near the town. Yes. And it's usually appears as like just a, an orb for just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it appears in different colors to different people: yellow, white, orange, red, blue, colors like that. Most accounts basically say the light appears far away. For just a few moments and then disappears when people try to get closer. And some say that it'll appear for several seconds and like kind of bob back and forth for a little while before it disappears. And others, though fewer, uh, claim that it has like chased them, like what? followed them. And some have even said that there was even a human like figure. What? Yeah. But those accounts are, are far rarer. Yeah. So, the uh, the question is, what's why? Where where is it coming from? What's its deal? Mm-hmm. Um, so the one of the stories people tell is uh, that there was a, a railroad worker who was killed in a railroad accident and got decapitated, and the ghost is the railroad worker with his lantern oh. trying to find his lost head. Oh boy! Wow. Okay. Yeah, you know, standard ghost stuff. <laughs> The second theory, as far as like these ghostly explanations, involves murder. Oh my gosh. So, this is the one that's referenced in Unsolved Mysteries. And we go back to 1931. Back in the day. That's right. Back when I was born, because I'm so old. There was a train accident. and Yeah, I was born in 1931. There was a train accident. And in the aftermath of this accident... Railroad foreman William McLean believes he knows who the culprit is. He confronts an employee named Louis McBride. And he accuses McBride 
of being the cause of the accident. And basically, it's like, uh, you're going to be, you're fired. You get out of here. So McBride attacks McClane with a spike maul. What is that? Uh, it's basically like this thing that you put down to drive in railroad spikes. Oh, okay. So okay. it's not the railroad spike itself. Gotcha. The uh, picture I saw, it looked kind of like a pickaxe, but less pointy at the end. Oh, okay. Okay. Kind of like a hammer or something. Yeah. Some version of it. Yeah. Okay. So McBride attacks McLean with that spike maul and hits him at least four times in the back of the head. Wow. And it's described as severe blows. You think? And he leaves him for dead. McLean tried to escape. Uh, he like tried to run away. He left behind a trail of blood nearly a quarter mile <gasps> long. Holy shnikes. And he, he was left for dead. He attempted to escape, but he eventually died. And then, uh, so there's no witnesses to this crime, but McBride was behaving so suspiciously that they started interviewing him, and eventually he, he confesses to the crime. He just cracked? Yeah, basically. Hmm. And uh, point investigators where McLean's body was and where the murder weapon was. Wow. And so he's going to be tried and executed, and um, it's said that McLean was still holding his lantern when he was found. <laughs> So perhaps the garden light is his lantern, lantern. but as a ghost. What if they're all haunting it? Who's who? who, The the railroad worker and yeah, and the and the and the murderer. Yeah, or it's like all the. What if all the stories? What if all the stories are true, and then they just all take turns appearing? And that's why it appears differently sometimes. Yeah. That's why it chases you. It's the murderer (gasps) trying to chase you down. It's McBride. He's he's after you. See? Exactly. So, the other explanations. Disclaimer, we are not scientists. Nope. If we ever do a segment, I have an idea of, uh, like, if you ever get, like, a theme song for the segment. Yeah. Main thing I just want is the part in Breaking Bad when Jesse goes, yes, science. That's all I want. Yeah, science. And he's like, yeah, Mr. White. Yeah, science. <laughs> I think it's when he made sick meth. I don't remember. Um, it, yeah, he made he made the good meth. I, wasn't that like the whole point of the show? Yeah, okay. but he did other science stuff at some point. Oh, okay. Various other things. So one of the most obvious seemingly explanations is that the light comes from cars on the nearby interstate. Except mm-hmm. by nearby, I mean four miles away. It's not... It's not possible. I mean, it might be possible because you're out in the middle of nowhere. There's no other lights. So any little light is going to look like something, you know? Yeah. Kind of like my story from a few weeks ago where it was just teenagers with a flashlight. (laughs) And you were a part of that problem. Yeah. And they thought we were the light because all you could see is the light. You can't see who's behind the flashlight when it's that dark. Also, the nearest piece of interstate is separated from the tracks by a hill, which would make it that much harder for the light to get through. Yeah. And more importantly, the sightings of the Garden Light go back to the 1930s. The interstate was built in the 70s. Well, that's 40 years. Exactly. So it wouldn't explain those previous sightings anyway. That's true. The other possible explanation is swamp gas, the famous explanation for lots of things. Hey, can I tell you something? Yes. It's not swamp gas. But it could be. It could be, because swamp gas, have you ever seen the stuff with the swamp gas where it just, like, ignites? Yeah. Yeah, it could be. It's not. Especially when there's, like, you know, 
Um, How swampy is it there? It's Arkansas. It's probably pretty swampy in various places. And again, any light is going to show up big time as we've been over. But the thing with swamp gas is it only ignites when it's like there's plenty of oxygen and it's and it's warm. But it'll still the people still see it when it's cold and windy and stuff. Hmm. So that means it probably isn't that, especially if the, the accounts are true, like the garden light maintains a consistent shape. And so that wouldn't account for it. Another idea is that's potentially caused by pi piezoelectric what piezoelectricity explain uh basically it's sparks that are created by friction between crystals that garden area sits atop a bunch of quartz also a fault line so there's gonna be a lot of friction so potentially sparks i just don't think so no probably not and the other one, the other explanation was uh, mine, which is that it's just like some other teenagers with lights that's, that's <laughs> trying, a, to, that's trying to also it, find it. That's literally what it always is. So go with that one. And even again, it could even be like, I don't know, just some person out there looking, looking or not looking. They're just hanging out in the woods. Ugh, I don't want to be friends with them. That's I mean, you know, it could, it could be weird. So that's about all we know about the garden light. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's probably a ghost or probably not. I don't know. What do you think it is? I think it's probably just other teenagers with flashlights. But what if the ones chasing and, and the ones like when you catch up to them and like, or you never can? Well. What if it's none of those? What if it's not those I'm, things? I mean, it's probably just, again, any any light out there is going to look like something. Um, and also people lie about stuff all the time. So, That's true. You know. That's um, true. So that's stuff comes from a uh, pine bluff commercial uh, put out a thing mm-hmm. encyclopedia of arkansas and yeah. an article on trip savvy also that episode of unsolved mysteries yeah some good sources it's what i do unsolved mysteries and encyclopedia of arkansas are my favorite of those okay so so that's basically the stories for mm-hmm. the day you should have you should have included the falc monster Mm, might save that for another time <gasps> okay so all right what you been up to lately oh nothing <laughs> yeah working coming home working coming home getting called into work that was fun and then working again mm, well that sounds so fun what have you been up to i watched football i uh, watched <laughs> wrestling yeah. The G1. This is me. Get your wolves up. That's right. Woo. Sweet. No. Nobody. For everybody, you just missed the visual part. Since this isn't an auditory medium, you missed the visual part. Yeah. Basically, just. uh, That one was for you, too. It was like a a (laughs) fist bump, but we had the wolves. So, wolf hand. The red wolves have a little. I bet you can Google it. Google it. Red wolves hand motion gesture if you're if you're a wrestling fan you saw the nwo and the wolf pack and the bullet club and the club and who else did it? uh the click they all did it you, oh, you know they what all did that about. yeah a lot yeah lots of people did that oh okay well that's not as fun yeah i think yeah it predates arkansas state's change to red wolves well you just ruined that andrew sorry it's what i do yep okay um 
sports. You did the sports. That's right. I did do that. I didn't. Yeah. I did the sports and the fake sports. I did the mowing the yard for the last time, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I think I've mowed it the last time, but I haven't uh, gone over with the weed whacker and it, like trimmed it up. It's like, you know, it's starting to kind of fade a little bit. Like, I think this will be the last time of the season, and I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Got some got some Halloween decorations. Oh, uh, cute. John was like, it was like, I haven't celebrated Halloween since I was a kid. And so... He got him. He's like, if I'm doing this, I'm doing it right. He got a bunch of decorations and he's ready to party. Yeah, I'm not. Too much work. It's it's fine. I bought candy. You just throw it at kids this year. You get to stay on your front porch and throw it at kids. Does it get any better? Does that even help though? What? Because what if you coughed up a bunch of COVID on the candy and then threw it at the kids? I'm not going to do that. You might do it on accident. I'm going to keep it separated, keep my hand sanitized, and then throw it. I'm not going to, like, lick it, cough on it, and then throw it. Oh, so you're going to stay six feet away from your candy? What are you talking? It's going to be wrapped. I'm not going to, like, open all the candy and spit on it. It can get on the wrapper. Well, then they need to open their candy. Don't touch the outside. Listen, I work in an environment where we have to... I'm... I function as a circulator, which means that it's kind of hard to explain. So somebody is sterile. They're scrubbed in. They're sterile. They can't touch anything but what's sterile. I can touch everything but what's sterile. So they can only touch sterile. I can touch everything but sterile. But I have to hand them equipment, and it's sterile on the inside of the package, but the outside is not sterile. So I can touch the outside of the package to open it up and then dump it on the sterile field so that way it's stay sterile. I don't touch it. They don't touch the outside. Everything stays sterile, right? Um, Kids need to learn uh, sterile technique. This is a great teaching opportunity. Everybody learn sterile technique, how to open your packages onto a field. Then you just need to wash their hands and then open it up and make sure it doesn't touch the outside of the wrapper. It's good. It's fine. Mm. Or they were saying like get wipes and wipe down all all the outside of the packages when you get home. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. You know what? At least they get free candy, so quit your bitching. Maybe. Um, yeah, so trying to think. I started to read a, a, one of those Lovecraft stories, but I haven't What'd finished you think? it. Uh, that's good, yeah. Yeah. Was there a it, bunch of racist stuff in it? Not that I saw. Okay, good. But I'm, I'm only in the first chapter. Out oh, of, okay, okay. It's, I mean, it's probably not... None of his stories are particularly long. Like, he didn't write novels. He wrote basically short stories and novellas. novellas. Yeah. I like that word. Yeah. Uh, so I started reading At the Mountains of Madness. Mm. I'll, I'll let you know how that goes. I started an audiobook. What was that? It is um, The Golden Compass. Oh, okay. Have you read it? I've heard of them. Yeah. And the, they like, made his, movies. Yeah, his, his dark, dark materials. materials. And there's like movies and shows and. I think HBO or Showtime or Max or something. They it's, had a yeah. It's HBO has a TV show. Yeah, yeah. His Dark Materials. There was a there was a t- there was a movie that I don't think people liked. Very yes, much. yes, I think so. I just remember it being. Gosh, it's been years ago that it was released. And the movie came out, and people were like, "Churches like don't go see the movie. It's it's so it's of the devil." Or I don't know. I really don't know why I haven't gotten to that part. I, th- I think it has a lot of anti-religious stuff, especially toward in the later books. Oh, not, okay, okay. Or at least it is 
I don't know if it's necessarily anti-religious, but it is like there is a religious group in the book, I guess. There the is, book. and it does seem very Catholic in its in its nature, but it doesn't say it's Catholicism. But I yeah, guess yeah, but I mean metaphors. Know. Yeah, it does say that the leader of the church is called a pope. So I mean, <laughs> oh, okay, well there you go. <laughs> um, but anyways, I haven't. I just started it today, so I'm not very far into it yet. So so you don't even know what you're talking about. I did. That's it. That's all I know. That's all I know. And the purchase probably didn't like that people have people in the book have these like familiars that are with them and they're called daemons demons demons something like that yeah d-a-e-m-o-n-s and so anyways i'm sure church people don't like that but they're like little characters i mean some church people didn't like harry potter so it's fine it's true Um, it's true yeah the greatest series of all time um hmm i've also yeah some people some people will be offended by anything like some people are like Star Wars is the devil or whatever like that. Even that's been done before by somebody at one point. So every single thing will be be the devil in one form or another. Listen, I have a memory to share. Okay. It was from, I think it was seventh grade math class. And I had a friend in that class and his name was Andrew. And it wasn't you. It was a different Andrew. But he was he was being nosy with something or he was like talking Turned out talking to something. The teacher came around, slapped her hand on her, on his desk, and said, "Andrew, mind your own." <laughs> and I just, it just stuck with me that that mind, that mind your own, mind your own, and mind your own. I said that really southern. Mind your own. Uh, so, anyways, that's what I have to say about you caring about what books I read. <laughs> mind right. your own, not you, but you know, people. Oh, so I can care. No, you know what I'm saying. You, you as in <laughs> yeah, I one. Get anybody i get it you know you get it um i watched a thing again called the kirlian frequency what's that i believe i'm the only person who's ever watched it oh it feels like it is it a movie uh it's a really really short series on netflix okay like so short that it is five episodes and they're like 10 10 minutes long each so it's like one episode basically it may as well be but yeah it's like this anthology spooky ish thing Mm -hmm. where it's like a the the main character the only the only through line is the is the is a radio dj who talks about stuff and people call in and talk about stuff and there's there's maybe spookies oh. maybe there's vampires or maybe they're not vampires maybe they're a different thing oh. or maybe there's a werewolf or whatever you know oh and maybe there's some kind of eldritch horror who's to say a what eldritch horror what is that yeah, it's like a horror really weird horror creepy stuff usually a lot of times uh like lovecraft is re- referred to as eldritch horror okay that sort of thing especially if it ha- involves like monster cosmic horror oh like which is like basically the idea that you're not in control of anything because they're the machinations of the universe are too big and well, you're you're, you're, you're yeah. getting you're getting real deep and that's what a lot of, a lot of lovecraft stuff is like that hmm but it's pretty good. It's on Netflix. It's originally from like Argentina. Oh, so it's like dubbed over. Yeah. And <laughs> I left the subtitles on. And of course, the dubbing versus the subtitles is all like weird. It's it's it's, it's animated. It has really good music and sound and stuff. It's is pretty like cool. Is it like anime animated? No, it's like, um, it's very minimalist in the animation. Like there's not a lot of movement and stuff. Mm. It's a lot of stills. and hmm. But it's it's quite good. I I enjoyed it again. Uh, I don't even know how I found it. I think I just was like 
Yeah, that's random. I was just browsing through Netflix and I was like, well, I don't know what this is, but I'm going to find out. I finished something. What is that? The Haunting of Bly Manor. I uh, still hate it? <sighs> Sounds like a yes. <laughs> I just, I love the first season so much. And I know they're like two separate seasons. Like they're not, the stories have nothing to do with each other. They're t- two totally separate stories. They just recycle some of the same actors. But I just loved the first season so much. Like every time I've watched it, I've watched it four times through and I've cried every time. I mean, it's so good. It's just, it's just so good. And the second one just wasn't, it just, it couldn't measure up, but it's kind of hard when you love something so much. I will say that the last two episodes kind of brought it together more and I had more feelings towards the characters in the last two episodes than I did in the first seven. So, I mean, for real, like there was, I think I said this on last week's episode when we recorded, but there was two different characters that had two different monologues and i literally looked at my phone through the whole thing and could not tell you one thing that it was about because it was so boring i was like i don't care about you as a character i know nothing about you and you're not an interesting person you're kind of an awful person so i I just yeah it was disappointing those first seven i was just it fell it fell short it fell short it's sad to hear it is is there anything you're thinking about watching Mm. Gotta finish, gotta finish watching The Office. We haven't finished watching that. I've been dominating people on Trivia Royale on The Office one. What is that? Trivia Royale. It's where uh, it's like an app. Yeah, it's an app for your phone. Oh, okay. And okay. you you play trivia. You get matched up with somebody. Oh, yeah. It asks five questions. If you answer immediately, you get twenty points. Except on the fifth question, where everything is doubled, so you can get forty points. So your highest is one twenty if you're answering like ba 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 real quick. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, I asked questions about the office. It'd be like, who did this when whatever? And I've watched that show so much that I'm you know. pretty much whipping people. Yeah. The other topic they have is, well, they have a bunch, but right. one I don't like is football because it's too easy. So I've had a bunch of like 120 to 120 draws happen. Oh. Okay. So it's like, it's like I'm dominating. You're up but, against another sports person. Right. And a lot of the questions are so easy that it makes me think when I beat people, a lot of times I'm like, do, do you even know what football is? <laughs> like, did somebody bet you to go into a topic you didn't know and you mm-hmm. see how you do? Mm-hmm. I, um, let's see. I want to watch Ratchet. Okay. About, about, I'm, I'm, that's on my cue to watch. Yeah, starring that lady, I don't know. Uh, Sarah Paulson. Yes. Yes. The one you were like, you know her. You know who she is. And I went through all of IMDb and it's like, if I ever saw her, it was one of these Law & Order episodes. You remember the Fortune 5? Oh, you know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? Yes. Oh, you know who that is. Oh. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else is on my queue. There's something that came to Netflix not long ago. What was it? I don't know. A spooky thing I'm thinking about watching is yeah. called Two Sentence Horror Stories. What's that? It's like another anthology horror story thing. It's like... Um, they read two sentences and that's an episode? Yeah. Right. Um, so it's like a thing on Reddit. It's yeah. I've two seen, sentence horror stories. Yeah. Um, so I think the concept is they put the first sentence at the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. The episode happens and then the second sentence shows up to like kind of explain the whole thing, I guess. Um. I don't know. I think it reviewed pretty well but oh, i'm not really? really sure there's only like eight episodes so hmm. the mandalorian is coming out soon right uh yeah it comes out the 30th of this month yes 
How about that? So right before Halloween, which is a weird time, but it weird it's time. fine. Maybe it's based around Halloween. It's not. Space Halloween. Oh my gosh. Just like they have Space Christmas, aka Life Day. Sure. Um, That's what they celebrate on the Christmas special. What Christmas special? The Star Wars Christmas special. Oh, okay, okay. And say, have you not heard about that and how it's like the worst thing ever made? No. I uh, actually, so in Animal Crossing, a game which is very near and dear to my heart, (laughs) uh, they have a bunch of Halloween special stuff for it. Um, And I I made an extra room in my house to make a Halloween room and I've decorated it in a bunch of spooky stuff and it's pretty cool. It's like I'm hoping somebody comes to my island like, a real person brings their character to my island and is looking around. They're like, oh, what a cute house. What's upstairs? And then I have a skeleton and an anatomical version of a human up there, too. So they'll be like, what did I just walk into? <laughs> you walked into my spooky room, brah. This is where I come to get spooky. To get spooky. That's right. Gonna do spooks. Time to get spooky in here. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think if there's any. I don't know. Oh, you know what I used to watch? Tell me. The Walking Dead? Yeah. Maybe I'll go back to that. I don't know. That used to be like October tradition for me. Was Watching walk- The Walking Dead? Yeah, because it would come out the new seasons in October. Oh. But then at some point my DVR broke. And so I lost a bunch of episodes from like season five or six, whichever one I stopped watching. Because mm-hmm. I was just like, well, those are lost forever. <laughs> well. I could catch up later, but I just never found the time mm-hmm. so yeah uh i wish I, I, i'm trying to think if there's like i i went looking through the the horror section last night on netflix and Scary. hulu and um prime and only found like a few things that i was interested in mm-hmm. and i took so long uh trying to find something that i was like well this is running up against the other thing i'm gonna do later so you know, eh, forget it. I gotta, yeah, I'll just stick them all on my watch list or whatever and maybe come back. Oh, I do want to talk about something. I sent you a link to this. Um, Lisa Prescott, it's a case out of Jonesboro um, that's on our list to cover. She's been missing for two years. Her remains were found this past week. Oh, interesting. So I- I'm sure the case is ongoing, but that's at least a resolution right there, you know. Um so maybe we'll still talk about it. Um, it's just crazy that something on our list. I just wish we would have covered it before now, but something on our list, you know, is it has a at least a little bit of a better ending than you know. It's it's still unsolved, I believe, but hey, that's closer, right? Yeah, it's it's definitely closer. So uh, yay! I'm glad. Um, uh, that's at least peace for her family. A little bit more peace. I hope. Do you have any listener ghost stories? I do, actually. All right. um, so this is from our friend Kendall. Who, the one who spells her name wrong? <laughs> she doesn't like you for saying that. <laughs> I'm not a very likable person. I'm used to it. <laughs> so this is Kendall's ghost story. She, she messaged me and she said, I have a ghost story to share with you. At some point I said, absolutely. Please tell me. I'm ready. Let me know. She said, so my childhood home was haunted. She said, he was a nice ghost. The lady we bought the house from was a widow. Her last name was Wilson, so we named our ghost Mr. Wilson. Weird things would happen a lot, but always more in jest or fun. Mom's wedding rings disappeared off her nightstand one night. We later found them. Well, she first said it was underneath her little brother's bed, but then she corrected it later. 
and said that it was actually um, found in his dresser slash underwear drawer. So found the rings in her little brother's underwear drawer. Um, da, 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 da. What else did she say? Oh, another time she said, my dad was in my brother's room telling him good night and saw a ball bounce across the room and into the closet. I'd be like, all right, we're leaving everybody. Let's burn the house down. Um, she said that Mr. Wilson came into her room one night and wait, she said he came in my room and I thought, and thought I, Oh, her dad came into her room and thought Kendall did it as a joke, but no, she was in her bed and same thing with their mom. They thought maybe the mom did it. Nope. Mom was in bed. So they checked the closet the next day. There was no ball in there. She said, but the craziest was when we moved out she was helping load the last of their stuff and she looked through the door in from the garage, which went into the kitchen and she saw him. And she oh, said weird. it freaked her out a bit. Um, she didn't say anything until a few days later. She described Mr. Wilson to her dad and his eyes got big. And apparently a family friend had seen him um, in the hall a time or two when they were over and they just never said anything. And the man that Kendall described was the exact man that the family friend saw. Ooh. I know. And I, I, I didn't ask for a description. I should have asked for a description. But I'm thinking old fellow. Or what you should do is find out who lives in that home now. Unless it's still her parents. No, I think they sold it. Okay. Find out who lives there now. Be like, have you seen this a man or a ghost? And if they describe the same one. <gasps> Without prompting and ever, ooh, that'd be creepy. Yeah, it would. Creepy, creepy. Yeah, unlike in uh, that podcast I've been listening to, the Black Tapes. Oh yeah. Uh, one of the characters is basically like the skeptic, and he's like, "Oh well, this is why this is BS, and you guys don't know anything." And like one of the things is like, if he's like, "Oh, if you show them a picture of any old man." They'll, they'll say it's that's the ghost. Just say, was it this one? They'll say yes. Yeah. And there's like, there are times like that, but that's interesting. Yeah. So anyways, I, th- I thought those are pretty good ones. I forgot to ask my boss. She has a, apparently a bunch of good ghost stories, but I forgot to ask her. Um, but I do have, was there more? Oh, I do have, we'll have to post this picture. I'm going to show you this picture, actually. I got to find it. So my friend, Ashley, she lives... Um, up kind of more northern she lives um probably about an hour hour and a half ish from um where we live and she goes it's kind of a rural area and she goes her and her friends and family they go they go um what do they call it they they get on their razors and i'm not talking about the scooter that everybody had when they were young razors are like they call them four by fours, I think. It's, ATVs, off road. Yeah, yeah. They're like off road vehicles. They're like four wheel. It's, it looks almost like a souped up golf cart. Like, all right. It's yeah. like it's like a jacked up, more powerful golf cart, basically. Um. Anyways, she was out. This was a couple years ago. She was out with some friends. Um. On this, it's called Coza Home. Coza Home. C O Z A. H O M E, Coza Home. Is that a town or? A I think it's pl- just like a, a like an area. Okay. Not really a town, just like an area. But they were out, and they were at the the, the creek. They were at the creek, and the creek. They were at the creek. Um, and I'm glad you clarified you're for welcome. for any of our uh, non hick listeners. So I want you to look at this picture right here, and tell me. Oh, I just locked my phone. <laughs> I want you to look at this picture right here. 
and tell me what you see. And for those, obviously, this is an audio medium. So I have a picture on my phone. I'm Andrew's looking at it. Will you describe what you see in that photo, please? Uh, like five people at a creek. There's two on the left, and there's like a three on the right. There's somebody in the background. Looks like they're like walking over the creek. Mm-hmm. And there's a guy. Mm-hmm. And there's a kid. It's like nighttime, like dusk. Yeah, it's getting towards nighttime. It's not quite nighttime. And then there's like a a building or something in the background that's all lit up. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's the that's one of the like ATVs. A, that's uh, one of the ATVs flashing. Oh, okay. Um, I want you to know, Andrew, there were only four people in that picture. There were not five people. Ooh. Yes. Which one? Is it the one in the very back? Jumping over the creek. Okay, good. I was worried it was going to be the guy that's like walking towards the child. Because <laughs> he's got like his hands up. Kind of no. like, a, like a person doing like a bear impression. Yeah, no. He's like, walk with, walk, he's like walking right over by this little kid. And it's like, oh man, Don't that's the ghost the- about to get him. <laughs> no, it's the, that there was, there was only four people in that picture. And it kind of looked like a young person jumping over the creek. And there is... I tried to verify this, but there is um, rumor that there was a young man that passed away in the 70s, which like I thought the the attire was appropriate because they're kind of like short kind of shorts. And then it's like socks that are like pu- pulled up like um, tube socks, kind of. Yeah, that's what it sort of looks like. Yeah, it's kind of blurry. But they got their arms um, like what was you describing? T-Rexy. As- Kind of, yeah. I was thinking of like Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. Yes. Kind of like walking like that. I don't know. That It's kind of hard to tell. But it's also like seemingly an action shot. So they, they probably don't walk around like Mr. Burns. Yes. Though if I were creating a ghost, I would make it do that. <laughs> Anyways, they, yeah, there's only four people in that picture. And so when her, her friend took this picture and then saw it and sent it to her and was like, who is this? What is, and they're like, no, there wasn't anybody else there. So they caught it in action. Isn't that creepy? It is. So, and I, and I said of this picture, do you see the orb on the front of it? It's like the glare, the orb. Yeah. And I was like, could it be? Could that be the orby type thing? You know, ghost presence? Yeah, that didn't look like anything to me. It's well, just like well, the glare or whatever. Orbs, all, all, all orbs look like glares to me. Yeah. And I, like, I think they are usually. So I'm going to, we'll have to post this picture so everybody can check it out. And, and you can see the dude. I guess it's a dude in the background who isn't. Or maybe it's a demon. Why would you say that? Why do you make things? Why did I don't you know. why did you go there? You made it creepier. You made it too creepy. You went too far. I, I still think it would have been better if, or creepier if it had been that guy walking towards the kid. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like rrr, rrr, rrr. he just yeah. looks goofy. Um and I don't remember if I talked about the Arlington. I talked about my friend Corey and his wife, Deshay. They uh, stayed Maybe. Um I can't remember, but this was when the Arlington Hotel is the name sounds hot familiar. That's to a hot Shea springs specifically. Yeah, so I told a different story. Oh, they had more more than one. Yes, oh, she, okay. she's had a couple experiences. She stayed at the Crescent and she stayed at the Arlington. Okay, yeah, uh, I think you told the Crescent one because it involved Michael, conceivably. Yes, conceivably, yes. So. Um, Deshay was in the, I don't think Corey was there. I can't remember, but she was laying, uh, down asleep at the Arlington hotel in hot springs. She wasn't feeling good. I think Corey and, and their kids, they went off to do something. And so she was like, I don't feel good. I'm going to lay down. 
And then she felt someone touching her hair and she thought it was their daughter. She thought they were back from whatever they were doing. And she opened her eyes and it was, there was no, she was alone in the room. And then she, while she was laying down too, the fire alarm, her fire alarm went on and off three times. She called the front desk and was like, do, do I need to evacuate? I don't hear it going off anywhere else. And they're like, your alarm isn't going off. Your fire alarm isn't going off. They were like, don't tell anybody, but we haven't fixed the fire alarm in 50 years. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> that's the real scary part. So that was just creepy. Like they're like, there's no fire alarms going off. Dun, dun, dun. That's all I got. Dun, dun. Yeah. Interesting. The photo is interesting. If real. I like, I think the photo is wild. Uh, I don't think there's been any more creepy things with Oakley. That that whole thing really creeped me out. Her story yeah. did. I, I wonder, hmm. You could probably, if you want to tell people a ghost story, uh-huh. but you could easily just be like, take a picture of like a group, be like, there was only supposed to be seven, but there's there's 12. Who are the other, who are the other people? Um, but except that this was just an unprompted picture. It was just taken randomly. And and then they, yeah, but that's what I'm saying is you could just then say after the fact. Yeah, I don't think they did that though, but you could, but we're not, we're not dishonest people. So we won't. Yeah. Take that. Okay. What sorry. Do you, what do you got? That, that was it. Mm. I don't, I don't have any ghost stories. <gasps> Get some ghost stories. I don't, um, I can tell you a really sad one. We can end on that. Okay. Something sort of. This is. I actually lied before when I said the Gurdon Lights thing was my only experience. The other one I sort of would say was sort of kind of an experience. So we had two cats, and oh, one no. of them, one of them sadly passed away. They were pretty old. Who was it? Uh, it was Gracie who passed oh, away first. Gracie. Uh, she was a sweet little calico cat. She mm-hmm. was. She was the nicest little kitty I ever saw, and uh, unlike your cat, my cat's a butt. Yeah, exactly. He likes to poop on tables while you're watching him. That's right. <laughs> um, so she she died, and Lucy was distraught because they've been together for about 18 years. Aww. Yeah, they were pretty old kitties too. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she basically just, she laid down where Gracie had had died, and she would just cry. That's so sad. It's very sad. Um, so I guess it's a thing that cats do where. They'll just go go somewhere quiet or whatever to pass to, to die. Yeah, and we tried we tried our best to console Lucy. That was the the living cat, mm-hmm. and uh, she she was not having it. I think she got tired of us trying to help her. She was She's like, like, "Let me be sad." Yeah. So wake up one day. This is about two days later, and she's not out in her room because we so we they have we have a sunroom right, and we would crack open the door so they could go outside and just keep it the sunroom locked or something yeah yeah and um so wake up one day and can't find her anywhere mm-hmm. so we go outside looking for see if we can find her and we're having trouble we can't we just can't find her a lot of times we just find her out in the backyard hanging out or whatever and so i'm walking uh, by the deck and i i swear i hear a cat meow and it sounds just like lucy and she had this like weird gravelly meow <laughs> sound like she was a smoker <laughs> yeah she's like a, a smoker cat an old lady <laughs> smoker <laughs> and uh and uh look under the deck where i i found her and she clearly did not just die 
like she rigor had set in <gasps> so i don't know if it was just i was hearing things or maybe it was her ghost be like down here idiot i'm down here come find me yeah come 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 fix this up oh you found her yep that's so sad it was sad. she was heartbroken she was Apparently, that's a thing that, that can happen with animals. With cats? Yeah. Or like dogs, too? Or I think it's my, it might just be cats, but that's for all you people who are like, cats are buttheads who don't care about anything. They feel it too deeply, and they have to have a hard exterior. That's I understand right. this. Because <laughs> those two cats would fight all the time. Really? They'd, they'd just be like, bah. <laughs> Yeah. But then they loved each other. Yeah, Aww. exactly. That's so sad. But, I mean, maybe I was just hearing it in my head, you know. You knew. She knew. Because I hear stuff in my head all the time, like a crazy person. No, sometimes I usually, usually it's just like I hear something. I'm like, did my phone vibrate? No. Okay. Hey, everybody has phantom vibrations like that. Uh, Wow. That's really sad. I have to say, if we're talking about pets that died, you knew my, you knew my bad pet. I wasn't very Apache? Sad. Apache, the demon dog. I was not very upset when he died, which is really sad because I love animals and like, like i feel bad for like raccoons on the side of the road like it it breaks my heart but i was not like when my mom called me she was like this is in college she was like we had to put apache down i went oh <laughs> and that was about it he so was what's for so supper? mean he was the meanest dog was he not um he was very unpleasant when i met him he was really old and he had chilled a bit i think yeah he was like going blind i think yeah and so i think he was he, he was cooler with me maybe he had a bad heart he didn't have enough energy to to get <laughs> right he's like being a butthole takes too much work it does and god he was such a he, he only liked my mom that was it he was such a butt uh but the other dogs have been good i've i've enjoyed i've enjoyed them all right well Unless you got anything else, I, I guess we're going to wrap it up. Yeah. And uh, so you can follow us on Facebook at, uh, I believe the official link says PTTD pod, but you can just search Paint, paint the Town Dead. Mm-hmm. Find us there. Yep. Instagram, Paint the Town Dead, all one word. Twitter, PTTD pod. Um, Gmail. It, our email is pttdpod at gmail.com mm-hmm. email us uh, if you got any of your own ghost stories sad or otherwise we want to hear them we would love to hear them and i'm sure other people would like to hear them yes who doesn't love a good spooky story losers oh. wimps yeah babies we're, these are these are heavy statements and we're sticking to them that's right um and with that we have been paint the town dead i'm andrew with my spooky co-ghost I'm Caitlin. Caitlin. Yeah. Say goodbye, Caitlin. Okay. Good. Goodbye, everybody. It's been a pleasure this week. Yes, as always. <laughs> and we'll see you next week, every Tuesday, except for this past week where it was Wednesday. Oh uh, yeah, Don't and that worry. was all Caitlin's fault. It, uh, listen, I can't help. I have a, n- a job, and sometimes my job requires me to work till eleven at night. Get a different job. I can't right now. Okay. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you, and we'll see you next week. Ooh.